This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Guys, I love this song. Uh, this is Iskupu by Angelique. And this is my favorite song. This is my December song. I have decided that when this song plays anyway, wherever I am, I'm going to stand up and dance because I really love it. I love how it's chilled, but it's a Yano song, you know. And if you figure it out by now, I'm really that girl. I'm really your Yano's girl. I love my Yano's. Uh, it's 1.53. We have just... We're almost into the second, second, third hour of the show. Third hour of the show. Third and final hour of the show. Because I'm, I'm going to keep reminding you, Friday is here. The fact that the time is moving means Friday is here. Uh, my name is Nyaka Lotefu, in case you missed it. I am standing in for Katlakholo Khodi. And we're going to get in it, into a topic that, you know what, I have so much to say about this topic. I'm so excited to talk about this. And I'd really love for you, Powzone uh, listener, to give us a call also just to weigh in. Parents, look, we want to talk to you. I'm sure you're busy on your phone listening to the radio. Look, we'd love to talk to you about this one. Our studio line is 0861-987-000. Or alternatively, you can send us an X at PowerFM987. Um, you can tweet me um, at underscore Nyakaloti and hashtag PowerZone. So... At 2 o'clock, from 2 o'clock, in fact, we're going to be speaking about holiday parenting, right? We're going to be talking about holiday parenting and we're going to be speaking to Zibuse Gunene, uh, the chairperson of Dads in the Picture. So why is this so interesting to me? First of all, it's because I'm an auntie, right? And also, it's also very interesting because I need parents to remember that now is their time. I get every other time they're like, oh no, go to Auntie Nyakalo. Oh, Auntie Nyakalo will take you there. Now's your time. Is your time to sit with your kids and actually just parent, you know, <laughs> just parent full time and understand what teachers are going through, <laughs> what teachers are facing with the 150 questions that they ask um, teachers at a time. The questions are coming to you as parents. But, you know, um, it's a time to also get to know the kids, um, get to know them even better, might I say, because you do know them. But, you know, you get to know them even better because now they're not going to school. They're not getting ready for school in the mornings. And I'm really interested in what you have to say uh, about this topic as a parent and um Zibuse is on the line and is going to be speaking to us regarding this topic. Um, yeah. Good morning, Zibuse, and welcome to Power Zone. Good morning, Mummy. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. Holiday parenting. What's this all about? What's going What happens during this season? <laughs> um. 
it's it's that time of the year where if you haven't planned as a parent, it becomes a nightmare. And if you have a plan, it becomes a very smooth and enjoyable time. Mm. Uh, There are some parents who like to, as you were saying earlier on, that they ship their children off to their aunties or relatives and Mm. they say, can you just please deal with them? I I can't because Mm. throughout the year, I need to have sent them to school. Uh, some of them have aftercare, some of them have extracurricular activities, so we see less of them. Mm-hmm. But then when the school closes, I mean, you pay your school fees for December, mm-hmm. but they only go as they did this year for a very short period of time mm-hmm. in December. Mm-hmm. And for the rest of the month and a bigger portion of January, they're just yours. So you get to see what kind of nightmare they are mm-hmm. and how much mm-hmm. they've grown over the year. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What are the difficulties that parents often face, especially at this time? Yeah, um, the one of the difficulties is that when you haven't planned or budgeted for this time of the year, you will face some financial strain. You will face some uh, peer pressure because some parents, even when they get the bonuses, come the um, you know the Black Friday specials. Some parents would have planned for that and have bought things like your Playstations. They've bought all these nice things. But when you haven't planned, you then find yourself, you know, exposed. So you you really under pressure financially, whether to do or not to do, because mm-hmm. any money that you spend now mm-hmm. is money that you will not have in January when schools open, mm-hmm. because they open just right in the middle of the month, mm-hmm. unless you get paid on the fifteenth mm-hmm. of which next year for you is going to be beautiful mm-hmm. because they open on the seventeenth. So, so those are the pressure. That's one of the pressures, you know. Mm-hmm. And then comes the issue of time management. Yeah. Not everyone gets to close at the at the end of the year or in December. Some businesses they run on throughout the month. And how have you planned for that as a parent? Have you accumulated your leave days in such a way that you can take time off and spend time time with them? Or are you just going to be a victim of needing to balance the two? You know, and then there are things like childcare, you know, how do you then get them properly supervised, mm-hmm. even when you know you're going to take time off. Um, I'm going to share just a sh- short story. Yesterday, mm-hmm. um, I was busy working you know, on something that was basically time sensitive. Mm-hmm. Now, my son wanted to wanted some attention from me. Mm-hmm. And I told him, look, boy, um, I'll give you some attention, but I just need to finish this work. Mm-hmm. He went away. But mm-hmm. later on, he came back because then now he was bored. He's seeing that Daddy's taking too long with this thing. He says, Daddy, how about you do this? How about you you work a little and then you take a break and then you come back to work? You see? So, so it's all of those things that now there's that impatience on the children where they would want to come back um, and, and, and demand your time and attention. How do you manage all of those things, it becomes really challenging. Um, Do you want to travel or not? Mm. You know, if there are traveling plans, how have you arranged? And 
and it's, it's important to travel outside of the peak hours of the day mm-hmm. so that you get there and they're not impatient along the way mm-hmm. and it's not a place that's too far so the challenges are many mm-hmm. and parents need to consider all of those mm-hmm. and maybe we should also just speak about leaving the kids now at Gogo's place in the homelands, how does this take away from the relationship with mom or dad? Because the entire year we're already divided because I'm with teacher Mang Mang during the day and then in the evening you have like two minutes for me because you're also quite busy. How does this now affect the relationship with the children? That's a very good question. And and that practice requires balance. Mm. So, for example, when you know that maybe on the 20th mm-hmm. or on the on the 14th, like it is today, it's going to be your last working day, but maybe they stopped school on the 6th. Mm-hmm. That time before you take time off, you can take them and take them to your go-go mm-hmm. or take them to the homelands or take them to relatives who can spend time with them. Um, but you're only balancing that time. So that when you then come back, uh, when you then stop working, you are able to connect with them or reconnect, actually. Mm -hmm. And then now you take over. But if it's a matter of, you know what, you're done with school, I come, um, go, you know, for the rest of the season and you're not going to see them, then it's a tragedy for the relationship. Mm. They may get to be playing with other children. They may get to be enjoying themselves. Mm-hmm. But the problem is what is happening with your relationship because this is the time when you would need to build that relationship mm. where, you know, it. but also we also need to remember that not everybody is in a festive mood mm. because they're considering budget issues. Mm. So they may not, be as excited to spend time with their children. It may be an issue of, I just want this person to go away mm-hmm. and then I can breathe and do whatever I need to do. But the relationship is paramount. How do you get to build it during this time with all these pressures? Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I mean, this festive season, obviously, um, how does one differentiate between gentle parenting and letting them get away with a lot? Because you want the the little ones to be happy and to get whatever they want to get, uh, depending on the depth of your pocket, obviously. So how does one differentiate between the two? Zibuse? I think, have we lost Zibus? Yeah, we have lost him. Um, let's just take a break and try to get him back on the line. And then we'll, yeah, we'll continue with the conversation. Power Business with Nolutand on Tondi Mlambo. I would like to uh, welcome uh, Francesca de Gasparis from uh, the UAE. She's Executive Director of the Southern African Faith Communities Environments Institute. One thing we're most concerned about firstly is that money can be pledged, but doesn't mean that it will flow. From our side, yeah, there's so many problematic aspects of the loss and damage fund. If you follow this issue or even just general funding, how does funding come out of the World Bank? It's always in loans. 
It's not an effective way of doing something that's meant to reach grassroots, those who are most affected by climate change. And as long as we still have subsidies for fossil fuels, as long as globally we still continue to favor fossil fuels, then you will see that we're still not taking climate change seriously enough. And I think the more I hear about it, the more I'm convinced that, you know what, about food. Power Business, Monday to Thursday, 6 to 8 p.m. and Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. on Power 98.7. Power Business is brought to you by EPSA Business Banking. Open an EPSA Business Evolve account online or on the EPSA Banking app and win your share of 2 million rand. T's and C's apply. Live on channel 889 on DSTV Audio Bouquet. Power 98.7. Now, we're talking. Good morning and welcome back to Power Zone. My name is Nyaka Lotefu. We are in conversation with Zibuse Gunene, uh, just talking about holiday parenting um, and how parents are going about with this one. Zibuse, I think uh, we lost you when I was asking you how parents can differentiate between gentle parenting versus letting the children get away with just anything yes definitely and and i was about to say that it's a very good question and now that one requires balance and there's a difference between gentle parenting and just allowing children to get away with things or you know guilt parenting where you say you know what i haven't been present and i'm not going to be present so i'm just going to throw this child with devices, I'm just going to throw this child with whatever, because children will test your limits. Children will push the boundaries of what they can demand from mm. parents, even when they don't want it. Mm. They can they can ask for the expensive phone, mm. you give it to them. They can ask for a PlayStation, you give it to them. They can ask for recent the latest games, you give it to them because you're doing it out of guilt. But they are actually testing your limits. Mm. But gentle parenting is all about consistency. Mm-hmm. How have you been throughout? And are you able to say no? Are you able to teach them boundaries? Or have you taught them boundaries throughout the process? And you are not just now finding yourself at a point where you have to throw something at the problem mm. um, to get away from your parenting responsibilities where you cannot say no because you're afraid your child would, will get angry. Mm-hmm. And when they're angry, you feel like you're going to lose them or that, you know, you're a bad parent and all of those things. So it's a balance between being actually, uh, it's a balance between applying gentle parenting Mm -hmm. and being played on a guilt trip. Mm -hmm. And so let's talk about um, how parents can actually adjust to, I think it's a very big change coming from um, not spending much time with the children during the day to spending the entire day. How do they adjust? Let's talk to the parent, how do you adjust? How do you uh, factor everything into your schedule? I mean, I'm sure parents also want to rest. Um, it's the end of the year. Uh, they've been working hard all year. How 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 do we work out the adjustment of this one? Yeah, that, that's a very good one. Because 
sometimes you find that they are parents with one child in the home and they then feel the responsibility to be the ones to provide their entertainment and everything. And therefore, in that situation, it's important that you you get other playmates for your children or for your child mm-hmm. who are along the same age mm-hmm. that they can play with. But also, um, they don't always have to be entertained by the parents. Mm. And that's important. Mm. They need to entertain each other they need to find something that they can do for themselves, by themselves, mm-hmm. outside of their par- outside of their parents, because we then create this over dependency on parents providing the program such that they do not come up with their own creative ideas on how to entertain themselves, on how to keep themselves busy, mm-hmm. and so it be- it will become a burden for the parent if they feel the need to plan from waking up up Mm. until, you know, the time they go to sleep. Mm. Sometimes you need that time away from them, even during the day, even while you're together. Mm. Whether you go on a holiday or not, but there still needs to be that break in between so that they also get to come up with their own creative ways of entertainment and you also come up with other ways of entertainment and engaging them and also have times where you get away from devices, mm. do activities, sports, to, um, maybe go for walks, take a run together, you know, do things that are different. And, and in saying this, I'm also thinking about, you know, those parents who basically um, are in areas where they are actually unable to do what most middle-class parents are able to do. So um, allow children to play with each other. And when the environment is not necessarily safe, be there to supervise. Um, And in your supervision, try to engage with them and then pull out at some point and let them play with each other. Because then they get to, you know, engage with their peers. Mm -mm. And, you know, Mm. I think you touched on something that I actually wanted to ask about, and that's screen time. Now that it's the festive season and there's a little bit of more time for the kids, should parents adjust screen time? Because screen time during school days is very limited. Perhaps only you only have your phone or your digital device during the weekend. How do they adjust it, but make sure that it doesn't um, ruin what they've already started in terms of for the rest of the year? Yeah, that's a very good question, Mommy. I think the most important thing there is is that we need to understand that every parent has, has their own family dynamics, right? And with those dynamics, the, the sometimes the, the devices actually provide is a much needed relief uh, for the parent so that the child can be self-entertained. So it's all about maintaining the balance. What is it that they are watching on those devices? What is it that they are doing on those devices? Um, and then when 
when you get to, for example, if you've been limiting screen time during school holidays, there needs to be a clear understanding that now they can have more screen time, but it's because it's school holidays. And when you then come in and engage with them, you then need to make sure that you take away the screen time by doing something that does not require either of you to be on the screen. So they then get to be away from that. So as parents, we do need to be creative around that. We need to bring balance. You know, with the advent of the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, Mm -hmm. when we were all locked down at home, Mm -hmm. it helped that there were devices and and children could just rely on their devices while we worked. Mm -hmm. And we saw that working. Let's be honest. It actually worked for most parents, Mm -hmm. if not those who were working. And therefore, now children are more engaged in the devices than they were before. Mm -hmm. But again, it also goes back to this thing that at the end of your working day, when you engage with them, it needs to be away from the devices. And they need to have that understanding that they have extended time on devices because it's school holidays. If you're the parent who says, no, I want my children to be reading, mm. let them have that balance. Mm-hmm. Um, what are they reading now? What kind of material are they, are they reading? Are they really engaged in the reading or are they doing it just because you said so? So it's all of those things that need to be taken into consideration when you then look at the issue of screen time. But also, it's important to monitor what they are watching when they are on screen time. What kind of games are they playing? Mm -hmm. Is it games that are violent, vulgar, that will, you know, get them to learn things that you would not have otherwise taught them? Mm. So it, it's all about monitoring that. Mm. There are apps that can actually, um, where you can do like your family uh, programs or family linking, yeah. where you can then monitor the usage. You know, you make use of those because then they will help you in checking and then engaging with them. But it, and, and now here's the part that's important. If, for example, you review their activity, you see something, that they watch something that they should not have. Uh How do you engage that? Is it from a punitive perspective or Mm -hmm. is it from an educational perspective? How do I engage my child that, look, things like these are not right for you because because today's children really want explanations. You can't just tell me not to do this and not tell me why because then I'm going to be curious. Um, A typical example that I'll also share Mm-hmm. Um, my son innocently shared, um, he actually brought the video to, to us mm-hmm. and said, Daddy, Mommy, look at this. Um, it was about a video uh, that said, you know, I crucified myself on the cross and then, you know, how these people would then twist the Bible and then... Um, it was almost like blackmailing you into doing something or watching the video. Uh-huh. And then I said to him, no, 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 no. This one is not true. It's mm-hmm. a lie. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Jesus would not say this to you. And Jesus did not crucify himself. Mm-hmm. But he was crucified. So it became an educational experience mm-hmm. at that moment. So he understood why. 
yeah, yeah. that video was not appropriate. And we've also taught him that, you know, uh, where there's foul language, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be watching those videos. That now, when when he's watching and something sounds like that, mm-hmm. he, on his own, immediately just skips sure. without us being there to monitor yeah. that. Yeah. So it's all about providing an educational experience at that moment. Yeah. And, you know, uh, Zabusa, you, you touched on, uh, so perhaps parents saying, I'd like for my children to read. And now you also just said, are they doing it because mom expects them to do it? Or now it's something that they certainly enjoy. How do we, how do parents get to balance that? So, yes, schools are closed, but we can still engage in educational stuff and perhaps make it a bit nicer than it would be at, at school. I mean, I, you know, I have my, my niece. My niece would say to me, I'd send her a message and I'm like, mm, you're closing schools. And she's like, yes, finally. It feels like when I'm at school, it feels like I am in a prison cell. I hate it so much. And she's an A student. So it always baffles me how she hates school so much, yet she's doing so well. Mm. Yeah, that one that one comes with a lot of dynamics. It's it's the pressure to perform. Mm-hmm. So that child throughout the year, they there is a, a an expectation on them to perform, mm-hmm. and therefore they've also taken on that that pressure to perform, mm-hmm. and therefore they are always they always feel the need that. I have to maintain this level. I have to do this. And so it no longer becomes something that they enjoy doing. Mm. Um, And we need to be careful around those children because it's the very same children whose results, if they drop, for example, around the fives or below the fives and Mm -hmm. so on, they they become, they can easily become depressed. Mm. So we, we need to, you know, balance the pressure to perform versus children going to school and also enjoying themselves at school um, and realize that it's a, the, the, the most important thing is that they, they must learn. And doing well is something that they can aspire to, but also not make it as if it's the only thing that they have to do, that they must excel. They they need to understand why they need to excel, but not for us as parents to then put that pressure on them, such that when when they don't go to school, it's like, whew, I'm not going to school today because I'm not waking up, mm-hmm. um, and maybe I'm not going to be in class and so on. But it's not because, ugh, I just hate being, school, being mm-hmm. at school. Um, and also, when a child says they hate being at school, it's not always about the academics. Mm. There may be other underlying issues yeah. that get them to just hate school. It mm. can be other children who are nasty to them. Mm-hmm. It can be a teacher who's shouting at them. And at home, there isn't that dynamic of being shouted at. It it may be the issue of them having to wake up every morning and go into school. Um, it may be... It may be too many things, but we need to be attentive. So when Mm -hmm. it comes back to things like reading Mm -hmm. um, and you want them to continue on the path where they were 
and where they were reading, then the most important thing is change the type of reading material they were engaged in throughout mm. the year yeah. and, and, and get them to read things like things that are entertaining for them, mm. things that, you know, um, maybe books that will open their imagination mm-hmm. and get them to really think and, and create those pictures in their minds. Mm-hmm. And lastly... How do I, I know I, I've been joking around about just being an auntie and everything? How do we as aunties and uncles help mommy and daddy just to relieve a little bit of that pressure of holiday parenting? Um, I mean, I can be available for like a few hours on a Saturday before I go live my best life. Um, what role can the aunties and uncles play at that moment? Yeah, um, the roles can be different and they can be many that, you know, aunties and uncles can play. Um, other than obviously, you know, when a, when a child is about, let's say, your two, three, four, they, these um, motorbikes that make noise, mm-hmm. just don't buy parents, <laughs> just don't buy children those things. It just <laughs> become a nightmare uh, for parents unless then you say, I'd like this positive torture. It's positive torture to the parents. Yeah. But the children really love those. Yeah. Um, but other than that, on a serious note, it's it's all about saying, hey, let me spend time with my nephew, my niece, um, and let's let's go away. But in also understanding that there are certain fundamental values and principles that the parents have taught. Mm-hmm. Your role is not to come and undo those. Um, but because you are a non-parent at the moment, mm-hmm. um, you you can easily be the channel where the child opens up and shares things with you. Mm-hmm. So yours is to engage with the child and kind of pull them away. From- uh, are we losing Zibusa again? Hello, can you hear us, Zibusa? Zibusa? I think we'll call him back again. Um, We were just talking about um, holiday parenting, actually, um, with Zibuse Kunene, who's the chairperson of of Dads in the Picture. And just talking about... So my last question to him was just regarding how aunties and uncles can assist... Uh, when it comes to holiday parenting and just make it a little bit easier for parents. Zibuse, we have you back. Yeah, you know, yeah. this phone. Yeah. Um, it's as if there's a naughty child who's just pressing <laughs> the buttons in the back. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as I was saying that, you know, the aunties and uncles can play that mm. deep brief role mm. for the parents and the child mm. where the child can just relax and just, be themselves, be mm-hmm. a person that they are otherwise not with the parents. Yeah. And and not to be like the strict one now, mm-hmm. because then they would always want to run back to the parents. It's just to provide that much needed relief. Um, before then you go and you live your, your best life, or you do goja, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. No, definitely. Um, 
we will try as aunties and uncles to assist uh, and just be you know helpful. I I, I must. It must be also a very hard time for parents also because, you know, you want to adjust, you want to also relax your mind and all of that. But it's a festive season. It's an amazing time to spend with family and hopefully parents have managed to budget for this one because the financial part is, yeah, the biggest hurdle uh, compared to anything else. I mean, you can deal with 101 questions during the day, but... Do you have, you know, when that ice cream truck comes out and they're like, ah, I want ice cream. You must have that five rand or that seven rand to go buy ice cream for them. I don't know where you get it. You know how we're so digital and we're not trying to have coins. And you're like, yo, now I must search everywhere for those coins. So, mm. yeah, the financial part is really a big thing. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Zibus. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, no, the naughty oh. kid who is messing with your phone is really busy. <laughs> I, 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 they, they're busy. It's the festive season. Definitely. But yeah, you know, thank you for this conversation. And I do hope that it brings some much needed relief and kind of light for those parents who mm. who, who need that kind of we need ideas on how to navigate it. But one one last thing I do want to say sure. um, as we round off is that it's important to budget for two things when you go towards the end of the year as a parent. Even if it's just putting either 50 rand or 100 rand away. Mm-hmm. One, budget for that um, Black Friday because those Black Friday specials can help you for the rest of the festive season. Mm-hmm. You don't have to put too much. And then also then budget for their entertain for your children's entertainment mm. during the festive season. You know, um, am I going to take them away or am I going to send them away or will they be with us throughout? Mm. And if they are with us throughout, what activities, what will we do? What are the things available? And then you start budgeting. So if, if, if you want peace of mind, mm-hmm. start budgeting as early as possible in the year mm-hmm. so that you know, come this time, when are you just now getting from your budget? You're just mm-hmm. now spending from there. Mm-hmm. So you're not spending from a point of deficit. And you've also planned the activities mm-hmm. of what you will do, where you will send them for how long and and all of those things. And if maybe they've got your PlayStation and games, you know that you can surprise them with those, those kind of things because you've budgeted in advance. Mm, mm, mm. So basically planning is very, very important. Very key. Yeah. Thank you so much, Zibuse, for this. Uh, it was wonderful talking to you. Thank you. Same this side, with the exception of just these gremlins on the on the on the network. But it's been an amazing conversation. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, that was Zibuse Gunene, uh, chairperson of Dads in the Picture. You've been listening to a Power ninety eight point seven podcast. For more podcasts, visit power nine eight seven dot co dot za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.